0: Welcome to Living Truth Everyday Podcast. I am your host, Vanessa Sabalo. We will be talking about God's truth, how to walk in it, how to be sharpened by it, and how to live it out every single day. Let's jump right into it. welcome to living truth everyday podcast i'm your host vanessa saballo and we are on episode seven glory be to god i am truly blessed as we continue going on with this podcast the lord is definitely blessing it and i'm hearing from the encouragement from all of you just letting me know keep going keep going and trust me i truly do need it there was a couple of um episodes ago I don't remember if it was last one or the one before that that as you post you know you never know who's going to comment and sometimes I guess this is one of the things as I'm podcasting you know I'm growing in that not everybody that watches these things are going to be believers and for me I didn't expect that I didn't expect That this would end up on someone's feed if they weren't a believer, let's just say, right? But I guess it's an algorithm thing. And as it starts realizing, like, who's the audience that I have and who, who they're pushing this out to, I say that to say I had some negative comments. And I was like, "Oh Lord, that's not nice, right?" And this was really my conversation with the Lord. And I'm like, "Lord, what do you want me to do with that?" And the Lord would tell me, "Okay, Vanessa, I want you to remove that one. I want you to respond to this one. I want you to leave that one, you know, and don't say anything." And I was like, "Man, I guess I wasn't ready for people to not have the best approach. There's still not nice people out in the world, and I know that. I know there's many people that still need salvation and." May this reach their ears, or may it bless them, even if it's a thirty second clip, a sixty second clip that they would hear it, and that the Holy spirit would minister to them. But I was realizing, oh my God, there's really a lot of hate out there there's There's people who just don't like Christians, and they're going to comment, and it's not always going to be nice, so this is why I say thank you for the encouragement. And I was talking to another brother who also podcasts, and his ministry is called Revelation 211 Ministries. Check that out. It's on YouTube. Once again, Revelation 211 Ministries. And I was talking to him and I'm like, "Yo, it's hard out here in these streets, like things that I just didn't expect. I didn't expect people to not have such positive comments, but trust me, the positive comments outweigh those that came on and they were just negative. So I do thank you for commenting when you do, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's on the Instagram or the Facebook, it really does help. But what it also helps is I'm finding out it helps the algorithm of who's hearing these particular podcasts. So the more people comment and like the video, because you're a believer, what ends up happening is that it the system starts knowing, the algorithm starts knowing like, oh, okay, well, this video has to be this because this is what most of her audience listens to. And so I say that to say, if you get an opportunity, please comment jesus name so not what this podcast is about but i wanted to just give you an update because i'm about a little bit over a month into podcasting and i can't believe it like a little bit over a month and the lord is truly blessing the podcast his spirit is you know ministering out to the people as i you know do this every time i get on here so glory be to god and yeah Let's let's get into it. We're going to be talking about today about discernment. And what is discernment? How can you begin to equip yourself more and more to discern the voice of God, discern the plan of God and, and the purpose of God for your life, how to discern when you're in an atmosphere and you're like, oh, what is going on here? And that's, I mean, truly what discernment is, right? Discernment is being able to distinguish good from evil, being able to distinguish like, man, I don't feel comfortable in this environment. Distinguishing is pretty much knowing that like, mm, I don't think this would be pleasing on to God or knowing like mm, that person's not telling me the, the truth. So that's pretty much what the sermon is, is just being able to um, know the intentions, whether good or evil of the person that you may be talking to, or even an environment, you know, being able to know that right from long wrong. And the more you grow in your discernment and how you grow more into discernment, we'll get into that a little bit later, because growing in your discernment is going to be important. You don't want to um, continually be struggling with, you know, is this person telling the truth? Is this person not telling me the truth? Or do I take this job? Do I take that job? You know, and as I was thinking about discernment, the thing that came to me was like for our singer folks, if you're listening to this, whether you're a man or a woman, you're going to need discernment because being out there <laughs> in the single field, like it's not easy. People can portray one way and they're totally a different person on the other side of town. And the, your discernment is going to need to be on point if you are single because there's a lot of sheep <laughs> a lot of wolves and sheep clothing clothing let me say that and your discernment needs to be high because you you want to make sure that the person has all good intentions and the holy spirit can help you with that this is this is my point the holy spirit is the person that's going to help you discern um is this person telling me the truth is this person who they say they are and listen to those like Drops of knowledge that are given to you by the Holy Spirit, because sometimes the Holy Spirit shows us things about people and we're like, no, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just because I had a bad, you know, relationship in the past or maybe I, I had, you know, this happen in the past and I'm judging them by that take notes. <laughs> take notes when the Holy Spirit is dropping some wisdom into you where he's saying like, hey, watch that part of his character. Watch that part of her character. And even for ourselves, right? Like, you know, married, single, you know, maybe widowed or any part of your life relationship wise, the people that you come into your life, you want to be discerning. You know, while we hope that everyone has great intentions, unfortunately, they don't. <laughs> They do not always have great intentions. And this is why the discernment is um, discernment is necessary for the body of Christ. So I want us to take us to some scripture. I'm going to start here first with Philippians 1. And let me share it on screen here. So we're going to go to Philippians 1. I'm going to read this out here. And we're going to be on 1-9, 1-9, Philippians 1-9. And this is my prayer that you that your love may may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. I'm going to read that one more time. So this is my prayer. So this is, this is my prayer that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern, it goes that word, discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. So we see Paul here telling us like, Hey, this is, you're going to need this. You're going to need to, yes, you know, be a loving person. Like you're going to need to have the the knowledge of God. You're going to have, you're going to need to have the insight. But why do you need those things? <laughs> why do you need those things? The the word of God says so that you'll be able to discern what is best. The knowledge that is given to us by Christ is so that we are discerning what are the things that he likes and what are the things he doesn't like they're going to be things that the the spirit of the lord is ministering to us and telling us hey i want you to do this i need to use you to do this and we have to be discerning when it's his voice and when it's our flesh or when it's the enemy and the more you're in god's word the more you're able to hear his voice and know his voice the sermon is built up let me say that slowly the sermon is built up by reading the word of God how do i know the intentions of god i i know god's heart how do i know god's heart cuz i know his word and the more that you're in his word then you know his heart the more you know his heart the more you hear his voice the more you hear his voice the more you're able to discern you're able to be in environments you're able to be in this situations and you can clearly discern quickly this is the the voice of the lord and sometimes it comes even when you're presented with let's just say a job opportunity right maybe you're working somewhere and you get all all of a sudden you get this great promotion not promotion but you get an ability to get promoted to a different job and you're like okay you know you're looking at at the situation and you're like, well, this has to be a good job because it pays more, you know, Um, I'll be able to have a, a better title at work. And there are going to be times God tells you don't take it. <laughs> God's going to like, no, don't take it. And you got to be able to discern that voice because you're looking at, you know, the natural accolades like, oh, wow, this, this would be really good for me. But God's looking at, your the, the spirit behind that promotion. Well, what, what would possibly happen? You probably spend less time with your family if you take that promotion, right? You'll be burnt out if you take that promotion. It'll allow less time for ministry, which, you know, you love. You know, these are the things that God tries to help us discern. And because it's not always just the idea that you know, this promotion will be so good for me. But what what are the implications and the spirit of the Lord can help you discern like, is this for me? Is this not for me? You know, is this what you desire for for me, Lord, or is it not? And the Holy Spirit helps you with that. And that's why even when you're, you know, talking to people, you know, even when you're, you know, in meetings, that your spirit begins to be like, mm mm Vanessa, they're not telling the truth like that. That person is a deceptive person and you can hear it because you're discerning that that's God's voice. You're discerning that the spirit of the Lord is bringing forth a warning to you. The spirit of the Lord is like, hello, beep, 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 like (laughs) pay attention. Like I, I need you to have these spiritual antennas up because I'm trying to tell you that this person is being deceptive with you. And this has happened to me, you know, personally, like I've I've gone to car dealerships and right, I, I nothing against car dealerships. There's amazing salesperson. I have a great one. Uh, I've worked with him on n- numerous vehicles. There's nice there's good salespeople. But I remember walking into a dealership. And, you know, the guy presented such a great pricing, you know, great vehicle, you know, and everything looked great. You know, it was everything looked very, very good. And the Holy Spirit was like, don't do it. (laughs) Like, do not get that car. Don't get that car. You know, and I said to my husband, I was like, babe, I don't know. I don't think we should get that car. I don't think that that car's for us. It's just kind of because how else could I say it? There's nothing wrong. It it was a great price, great vehicle, more than I could have anticipated. And I'm like, babe, I don't think this is the one. Like, I could feel it in my spirit. And he's like, okay, (laughs) what do we do now? And I'm like, I think we need to go to another car dealership. So we end up going to another car dealership. And the peace of God that came over me as this other car, uh, this other salesman came and presented, you know, uh, something great and da da da, and I was like, "Babe, this is it, this is it." Well, I don't, I don't know to this day why the Lord didn't want us to go get that other vehicle, but we ended up with this vehicle. It's an amazing Mazda, but we ended up with this vehicle, <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, Lord, you know, you know why." We needed to get this vehicle because I, I don't know, but my spirit was discerning that he didn't want us getting that other vehicle. I was discerning that it wasn't that he was saying anything that's wrong or he was slee, you know, like um slimy if I could say that, you know, it's, it was none of that. It was just in my spirit I could discern God's not the vehicle that God wanted for us, like for our household. He wanted us to have this other vehicle so I said okay Lord your will be done and he gave he gave both of us such great peace signing the paperwork and you know getting all this other stuff with that vehicle and we're like okay great And sometimes you just have to discern, discern what the spirit of the Lord is saying. You may not ever know why, but if you feel it in your spirit and you feel like a little unsettled or a little uneasy, don't be quick to make a decision when you're feeling uneasy. Doesn't matter how much pressure is presented in front of you, you know, don't don't make a decision and you're feeling uneasy. Take that to prayer. Say, Spirit of the Lord, I need some wisdom in this area. I need you to guide this decision right now, Lord. May you provide me with some discernment to discern, you know, your heart, your intentions for this situation in Jesus name. And just give it a minute. (laughs) just give it a minute. Sometimes we're so quick to, you know, make a decision. You know, I've, I've been in meetings and conferences where, you know, sometimes the need for quick decision making is necessary. And I'm like, Hey, just give me a second. Lord knows I'll be going into that bathroom. (laughs) And I'm like, spirit of the Lord, like, I need your wisdom right now concerning this situation may you guide me, may you begin to allow the words to, you know, come through my mouth from your spirit in Jesus name. Amen. And I'll go back and it's like literally a one minute, you know, to a minute and a half of a break to just like consult with the Lord. And the truth is that I don't think we do that enough. I don't think that when we're presented with a, you know, a time sensitive situation, do we just take a step back and we say, okay, Lord, help me discern, Help me discern what you desire for me to do, my family to do, whoever the situation is is concerning. But invite the Spirit of the Lord into the conversation, into the situation, so that you have discernment. And then, like, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes I picture the Lord just looking down like thanks. Thank you for consulting me. Thanks. You know, cause he is the one that knows it all. He's all knowing, right? He he's, he's the alpha, he's the omega. And I like, we don't invite him enough into situations that are time sensitive that require, you know, immediate need. So I just say that next time, you know, I, this happened not too long ago, but like, you know it's something simple, something simple as like you have your keys are missing, you know, and you're like, "Where did I put these keys?" okay I, I I feel like there's some amens coming through. You're missing your keys, and you're like, "I don't even know where these keys are, and you're pressed for time. You got to make it somewhere really quick and you're pressed for time. Here comes where you have to just make this a practice. Holy Spirit, I don't know where these keys are but you do help me find these keys help me may your wisdom come so that i can discern where did i leave them so i can just really understand where are these keys sitting because i can't find them and i cannot do it without you i can't tell you how many times i found keys headphones laptop chargers <laughs> my phone just by praying just by walking me walking him in welcome him into the situation and saying okay lord i really need you right now i need you to help me find this works every time i cannot tell you does not let me down i remember i was in a airport with a coworker, and um we i couldn't find my id i could not find my id i knew this id had to be here and I'm, and I'm not, I'm, I mean, honestly, I'm not even freaking out at this point. I'm like, Lord, I know this ID has to be in here. And, you know, we're getting over to security. And I say to her, I'm like, I cannot find my key, my my ID. And she's like, okay, well, open your bag and empty everything out. And, and I'm like, I think I'm I'm going to find it. And she's like, how are you not panicking right now? And I'm like, because there's nothing that can go wrong besides me not making it to my flight. In my mind and in my heart, I just had such peace of God that I'm like, I know the Lord's going to help me find this ID. And literally one person left to the front of the security line and I find my ID. And she was like, oh my goodness, Vanessa, what in the world? And I was just like, I just had the assurance that the spirit of the Lord was, was like, there's no other way of saying it. I had the assurance that the spirit of the Lord was with me as I was looking for this ID, because I know, uh, listen, I believe in angels. I believe that I could very well have an angel just drop my ID, even if I would have dropped it somewhere else, just like that. I would have, it would have just been in my bag. I I have that assurance because I've been a witness to it. I've been a testimony to it where things that I've been missing, I'm like, okay, Lord, may you, may you help me find this? (laughs) May, may you help me? And I, I, I know I, I, I'm telling you that I'm telling you, I believe that God has miraculously placed things around me because of me just knowing and trusting that he's, he's, he's going to help. And, um, I remember even, oh man, I don't tend to lose things a lot. So please don't think that this is what this is about. Like, I don't lose things a lot, but I remember I was overseas and, um, I was, I was going to Japan and we had to cross um, after we pick up our bags, we have to go into um, like their version of immigration. I don't even remember what it was called, but Port of Entry. I think that's what it's called, Port of Entry. So we're I'm getting my bag, getting going to Port of Entry and I lose my my um, oh, what do you call that? Oh, I can't even think about it. Right. My passport. There you go. I lose my passport and I dropped it. I must have just dropped it, right? And I know I dropped it. And I'm like, I said to my coworker with me, it was actually a work trip. I said to my coworker, um, I dropped my passport. And they're like, "What in the world? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna look for this." And you know, there's like five or six of them, and they're like going here, going there. And then a man comes up to me, and he says, "Here you go. This is you." <laughs> just like. Just like that. And I was like, glory be to God. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because I wasn't, I, I at first I was a little like, I'm in another country. They don't even know how I got here. I have to go to Port of Entry. And, and I was like, oh. And I was like, it's okay, Lord. I know you got this. Sure enough, the man comes to me and hands me my passport. He said, this is you. <laughs> I was like, thank you. And I was like, call back the troops. (laughs) We got the ID. We got the passport. I just say, I'm just sharing this because I know how important it is to invite the Lord in every situation, in every circumstance. It's necessary to invite him in when you're troubled, when you're needing a very quick call of judgment, when you're in the middle of a situation. The, The power of discernment is so important. It really, really is. And I'm, I'm going to share this next scripture here. And this one's out of Romans. Let's go here. Romans 12. Romans 12. 1. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And here we hear from Paul again. and He's like, listen, I need you to understand that you cannot think like the world thinks. You cannot get all strung up, (laughs) but I want you to be transformed in your mind. constantly you will be able to discern what is God's will what is God's will concerning a situation what is God's will over your life what is God's will in your in your children's life Um, what is God's will and then what is good and acceptable and perfect And all of this is done by the discerning, discernment, discernment, discernment. you got to be able to discern what God's will is. What is God speaking to you about in the season over a situation? And I'm going to give you this um, testimony. It's not my testimony, but I always remember this testimony. I think this happened uh, maybe, man, 2020. Um, maybe a little bit before the start of COVID. Um, I remember seeing it in the news and in different areas of media. But there was a young Christian girl, and she was on her way home. And she said to the Lord, I really want you to use me, Lord. And I want you to use me. You know, I think we all have that in our spirit, like Lord, use me. So she's driving home, you know, um, the Lord says, Hey, I want you to go into that Seven Eleven, And I want you to do a handstand and she was like "Mm, okay maybe that's not what i heard and she continues driving (laughs) and the lord's like i want you to go into the 7-eleven and i want you to think it was a headstand or a handstand one of those and i want you to go into the 7-eleven so she's like okay wait i think this is really god because this just seems really weird and she goes into the 7-eleven and she goes right by the, the, the pop machine, soda machine, because that's what the Lord told her to do. And I went, oh, and she did her handstand and she's like, okay, I did it. Let me walk out. And she's walking out. There's a person that comes back from the counter and they said, why did you just do that? That's all they asked her. Why did you just do that? And the person behind the, 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 the counter, you know, comes around. So now they're like face to face. And she said, "Um, well, (laughs) God kind of told me to come in here and do a handstand. And there were other things that she said. And she said, but just dismiss it. It's one of the things that she says, but just dismiss it. And and the person behind the counter says, no, I can't dismiss it. He shows her the gun. He was like, I was ready to kill myself. And I said to God, I'm going to give you one more chance. If you have someone come in here that can do, that does a handstand by the soda machine, I'll believe that you're real. (sighs) Man, y'all. And her being able to discern God's voice, her being able to discern that this is what the Lord wanted her to do, as odd and as weird as it was, she did it. She did it. She she stopped at that 7-Eleven. Did as the spirit of the Lord had told her to do, go ahead and do a handstand by the pop machine, and little did she know that the person behind the counter was about to commit suicide and take their life away. But did a last prayer to the Lord and said, "God, if you're real, you'll have someone come into the Seven Eleven and do their hand, a handstand or headstand by the pop." soda machine and it saved someone's life. It saves someone's life. It saved someone's life. She she ends up talking about the story about how this um person behind the counter ends up telling them like, tell me about your God. And she begins to witness to them and you know there's other um connections that happen at that point. But it just goes to show you that you just never know how discerning God's voice discerning that can have an amazing powerful impact on your life on someone else's life family member's life friend's life you just never know never know so i say that to say be discerning you know truly be discerning when you're hearing god god's voice don't ignore it you know it it's something that the more you listen to his voice, the more the Lord is going to confirm to you. That's me. That's me. And it is a trust because sometimes things like that could be so weird. Like you're going to go into 7-Eleven and do a headstand. Like that's weird. But the more that you can just go in faith and trust the Lord, you're going to begin to grow your discernment, grow in hearing God's voice growing just that obedience because let me tell you there there was some huge obedience by that young girl to go and just do that you know it like so much obedience like hey I'm gonna do this even if I don't understand and there's things that God tells us like go do this even if you don't understand you know go put a a, a card to your local church invite at your neighbor's stair. And you just you'll never you'll just you never know what happens. I remember um um one of my sisters in the Lord, she had an invitation to a, a ladies' event, and it was at the local church. And she's like, "I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this invitation on my coworker's desk." And the amount of breakthrough that that caused for that coworker to come to that event and build a whole community of believers, you know, to be surrounded by a whole community changed her life. And I say that because sometimes you, you, you know, when God's telling us to do something, you know, there's that level of obedience that comes with your discernment. There's that level of obedience. That's like, yeah, that's me. And the more you do it, the more you begin to grow. And it leads me to the next scripture here, which is out of Hebrews. And it's Hebrews 5, and it says, but solid food is for the mature. For those for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. Oh, that's so good. Hebrews 5:14. But solid food is for the mature. For those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice. To distinguish good from evil. It is a practice. It is something that it's going to come over time. No one starts, you know, discerning right away. But like I said, the more you're in his word, the more it grows your discernment. The more that you're reading and having that that intimacy with the Lord is the more that you'll be able to discern what God desires for your life or discern what God is telling you in this season and I know I got a couple of scriptures here so stay, stay with me here because this is some good stuff I, I just want you to know we're in the word we're in the word tonight we're in the word here's here's the next one because this is a little bit longer because I, I really want us um, you know this is one of the fruits of the spirit that Paul talks about it's the discerning of spirits and the discerning of spirits is a gift given to us by god but i want to i want us to see this in play in practice in in bible (laughs) and it was paul and silas this is the title paul and silas is acts forgive me i didn't give you the the scripture acts 16 16 it says this is paul and silas as we were going to the place of prayer we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination And brought her owners much gain by fortune telling. Fortune telling. So this tells you that the spirit of divination is connected to foretelling, for someone to know the know the future. She followed Paul and she followed Paul and us, crying out, "These men are servants of the most most high God, who proclaim to you the way of salvation, and this." And this she kept doing for many days. Paul, having become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. And when we see this, you know, one of the things that's, you know, and I, we can go on and in, in talking about the scripture, but you know, they, they ended up, you know, being mad at Paul and Silas and ended up throwing them in jail. But when we come to, to this point of Paul was able to discern that like something not right with this young girl, something is not right. He was able to discern that she had a spirit, a wicked, unclean spirit of divination, this spirit that was persistent that continued to follow them you know the spirit that was continuing to you know fortune tell to you know other people in the town but Paul knew like listen this spirit right here that's afflicting this girl it's got to go it's got to go and what does he do he discerns that it's a spirit he discerns that it's a wicked unclean spirit and he's like you spirit you come out of this girl and it and the spirit left on that command. And this is why, again, I say to you, discernment is so important. This is discerning of spirits, which is a gift, which is just as important as discerning. It's just a different area. But, you know, we have to be able to discern even those things that are, how can I say it? Those things that are affecting people. I, I tend to say this a lot, a lot of the times I can see a spirit of anxiety because God has delivered me from a spirit of anxiety. A lot of times I can hear someone talking and be around them for enough, uh, long enough to say, ah, they're struggling with the spirit of depression. Why? Because I've overcame a spirit of depression. And when you can discern that, it, it gives you the ability to pray different. It gives you the ability to to perceive that "Mm, what's affecting this person is a wicked spirit what's affecting the 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 plans and purposes of this person's life is a wicked spirit what's hindering them is a wicked spirit and that's that's when we talk about discerning of spirits it's really the ability of you being able to discern that there's some type of spiritual that there's some type of spirit that's influencing that person's life. And that's discerning of spirits. And I just wanted to mention that because it's actually, you know, a verse that I particularly, (laughs) truly like. A whole, an account, let me say it that way. It's an account that I particularly like. And it's one that hopefully we we might come back to when we start talking about, you know, just the importance of deliverance in the body of Christ. You know, because sometimes people can be affected by things and never know it and never 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 know it. And sometimes you you know in in maturity and experience as a Christian, you can you can know like hey, something else is affecting that person in this area of their life. So that's another podcast. <laughs> that's another podcast. And I I just I really want us, you know, to leave this um particular podcast just knowing and believing God for more discernment in all of our lives, because he desires, he desires us to grow in it. And this last scripture I want to share is out of uh, Proverbs 14, 6. It says, the mocker seeks wisdom and finds none, but knowledge comes easily to the discerning. Right. So now we see again, this parallel of knowledge and discerning. So knowledge comes easy to those that know they're receiving knowledge who can discern like, hey, I need to listen in here. Hey, I'm, I'm reading God's wisdom and that's giving me a level of discernment. I'm reading God's word and it's allowing me to know God's will for my life. So knowledge comes easily to the discerning. So now I say all of this to say, As we continue in this year, I want us to really hone in on growing our spiritual discernment, growing in the things that God is telling us. Good, evil, stay away from this. But also, I want you to get in a little bit more on this end, right? Sometimes we shy away from things that God is telling us or or we're discerning that God's pulling us towards in our Christian walk. Sometimes God's calling us to wake up at four o'clock in the morning, you know, or stay up to 11 o'clock at night. And you got to discern, right? This is something that the Lord is calling me to. This is something that the Lord is desiring me to do. This, this is how, again, by you getting up at four in the morning, if God's calling you at that time, you know, if he's calling you, you got to discern that it's his voice because there's something good again, right? There's something good. He wants to speak into you. There's some kind of knowledge that he wants to reveal to you. There's some kind of revelation and your obedience to get up will begin to allow all of that to unfold. Same thing. If he's calling you, you know, to stay up at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, and you can discern that that is not your flesh. (laughs) You can discern that it's not the enemy, but you can discern and say, okay, Lord, I need to get away with you. I need some time with you. And again, it's the sermon is distinguishing between right and wrong. And so sometimes we got to discern when is that thing that God's calling us that is right, you know, and going into that place with the Lord and, and having that intimacy with the Lord. And, This continues to happen the more you're in relationship with the Holy Spirit. The more you're in a relationship with the Holy Spirit, the more you can walk into a room and God's like, sit here. The more you can walk into a room and God's like, hey, I want you to do this. Hey, I want you to go say hi to that person. And your (laughs) hi, you saying hi to that person can open up a, a, a gateway to a business opportunity that you didn't even know. You know, you moving the way that the Holy Spirit desires you to move because he orders our steps can help you in future ventures. It can help you, you know, get a breakthrough in some area of your life. It can, you know, help you, you know, get the best dentist that you've been looking for by just sitting next to someone, having a conversation with them. You know, you can discern when someone's lying <laughs> by by the Holy Spirit discernment. So I encourage you, you know, if 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 this is something that maybe, you know, is new to you, just discernment, you know, just pray about it. You know, ask the Lord, Lord, I I, I want you to increase my discernment. Make me aware, you know, allow me to begin to hear your voice more and more each day that, Lord, I want to grow in my discernment. I want to mature in my discernment. So I'm going to end this podcast. I'm going to pray for y'all. Let me end this podcast. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for this time here. May we continue to grow in the sermon. May you continue to lead us here on level ground. That as we move and we operate, we're only doing it by your spirit. Holy Spirit, continue to lead and guide us in our comings and in our going. Make us sensitive to your voice. Make us sensitive to your prompting, Lord, that as we begin to hear your voice, we shall be obedient to it as well, Lord. So we pray, Father God, in Jesus' mighty name, that you would increase our discernment, increase our knowledge and wisdom in this season. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. God bless y'all. Have a great, great day. You were just listening to Living Truth Everyday Podcast. Subscribe if you haven't done so yet. Make sure to like us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube where we post updates about this podcast and much more. We welcome you to join us for the next episode.